It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Best the Lord. At all times, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will bless the Lord at all times, his praise shall continually his praise shall continually his praise shall continually be in my mouth amen amen let us pray eternal father in the name of jesus christ our lord our Savior, our strength, and our Redeemer. Father, we thank you for another day in the land of the living. We pause reverently, Father, to offer up to you the fruit of our lips, the sacrifice of praise. Father, in spite of our lusts of the eye, lusts of the flesh, pride of life, you have still been good to us. You have still been merciful to us. You have provided food on our tables, clothes on our backs, air in our lungs. Father, we have not been perfect sons and daughters, but you have been a perfect heavenly father. We want to thank you. We want to reverence you. You have done so many good things to us and through us and for us. And Father, just as we do not stop loving our sons and daughters because they are not perfect, we thank you, Father, for not ceasing to love us because we are not perfect. Help us, Heavenly Father, to do the things that are pleasing in your sight. Help us, Heavenly Father, to become the people that you desire us to be. That when we stand before you on that great day of judgment, may you say to us, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. Come on up. Let me make you ruler over many. This is our desire, Heavenly Father. This is our prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let God's people around the world say amen. Amen and amen. God bless you, children of God. I do. 
greet each of you once again in the mighty and the glorious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, our strength and our redeemer. For those of you worshiping with us for the first time, I am Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church Worldwide headquarters here in Kinston, North Carolina, USA. And I'd like to welcome you once again to another edition of Living the Word, place where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of millions of God's people all over the world. We do thank God for each of you and we pray God's continued blessings upon your life. Children of God, we're going to look at one of my favorite characters in the Bible, Patriarch Job. Job, who was a man who went through intense suffering. He did not understand why he was going through such suffering as sometimes you and I don't understand why we are having to suffer the things that we are going through. But Job remained faithful to God. And at the end of his story, he was blessed with twice as much as what he had before he went through the suffering. My prayer for you, my prayer for me, may we be faithful in our suffering, in our hardships, in our difficulties, to the place where God will bless us with even more on the other side than what we had when we went in. Praise the living God. Children of God, we're going to take a look at the book of Job chapter 23 with a special focus on verse 10. And 11, Job chapter 23, verses 10 and 11. Job has to reply to some of his so-called friends. The reason why I say so-called friends, they were accusing him of sin and, and because he was suffering. When in reality, he was not suffering for his sins. He was suffering because God wanted to take him even higher. My prayer for you, my prayer for me. May we not have to suffer for our sins, but may we suffer because God wants to take us even higher in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Job replies to his friends, Job 23 and 10. Job says, but he or God knows the way that I take. When he has tested me, I will come forth as gold. My feet have closely followed his steps. I have kept to his way without turning aside. We're going to work from a theme today, children of God. When he or God has tested us, when he or God has tested us, again, let us pray. 
Eternal Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, again, we thank you, Heavenly Father, for the privilege to proclaim your word to your people. Let someone be blessed today at the preaching and teaching of your word. We know, Father, that we are not perfect, but your word is perfect. Even great apostle Paul said, not that I have obtained all of this, but one thing I do, I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus has taken hold of me. My prayer for God's people in the four corners of the world, may we press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus has taken hold of us. Father, forgive us of our sins and our iniquities. We ask, Father, that you lead us and guide us, reveal to us, show us what you would have us to see and what you would have us to know, that we may become better in your kingdom, better sons and better daughters, better mothers and better fathers, better pastors and better bishops. Help us, Father, to become better in Christ Jesus our Lord. These and all other blessings we ask and we count done. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed that God's people say amen. Amen and amen. When he or God has tested me, the Lord is immediately bringing in my spirit an event that my team and I experienced about three years ago. We were invited to Nairobi, Kenya for some programs. We had a number of pastors from uh, different parts of the globe that we had invited to come down and be a part of this program. Uh, the head uh, bishop, we thought that was putting the programs together for us. We were very excited and looking forward to sharing God's word with his people in East Africa. But when the team arrived from their respective countries, we started running into one excuse after another. Instead of programs being set up and venues being in place, we ran into excuses. We ran into uh, all sorts of roadblocks. And finally, the Lord had to let us to know that this individual that we were dealing with was not uh, honest, not being forthcoming, and we had to sever the relationship with this individual. You say, Apostle, what are you saying to us? Well, one of my pastors from Nigeria said something to me that I will never forget in regards to 
the individual that invited us there, the pastor from Nigeria said to me, he said, Apostle, you know, no one is to be trusted until they have been tested. And I looked at him when he said these words of wisdom to me and these words stuck in my spirit. That some of the time, or oftentimes we make a mistake in this life, trusting individuals that have not been tested. My prayer for you, my prayer for me, may we not, may, may we not only, only trust those that have been tested, but may we allow God to test us. God is in the process of testing us. God wants to elevate us. God wants to take us to the next level. God wants to take us into higher heights and deeper depths. But before he takes us higher, God tests us. Now, understand something, because there are some of you under the sound of my voice, you are fighting against the testing. And that is human nature to fight it. When we start suffering, we start going through hardships. It is our human nature to try and uh, get out of the suffering as quickly as possible, to do all that we possibly can to stop the suffering. But understand this, my brother, understand this, my sister. Sometimes the suffering for you and the suffering for me is the test that God is using to promote us. Job went through very terrible suffering. His wealth was lost. His children were killed. His donkeys, his camels, his livestock was taken away. All of these terrible, terrible things. Even his body was covered with sores and and racked with pain, but it was all a test. And it was a test that Job passed before God was able to take him to the next level. Now, the Lord has in my spirit my former profession. I was a school teacher for many years before God called me into full-time ministry. And during my days as a school teacher, at the end of the year, and, and many of you will know exactly what I'm talking about, we would give the students a final exam. Final exam would not be easy. Final exam would be difficult. Would, final exam would have a lot of information on it that the students had to pour into their minds with and uh, hours of cramming the information into them. But before they could go to the next level, they had to pass the final exam. My prayer for every soul under the sound of my voice today. There, there you are, you are being, you are in the examination room. I don't know what you're going through in your marriage, what you're going through in your finances, what you're going through. In, but you and I are in the examination room. God is testing us.
because God wants to promote us, because God wants to take us higher. Now, if you and I don't pass the test, now, just like my students, if they did not pass the final exam, they would not go on to the next level. If you and I don't pass the test in life, this is why some people, some cities, some ministries, some churches, some nations have to stay at the same level because they keep flunking and keep failing God's test. My prayer for you, my prayer for me. May we pass God's test in the mighty name of Jesus so we can go on to the next level, so we can go on to a higher level heights and deeper depths. Look at what well, Job says when he has tested me. Job said, look, I'm not looking for the promotion before God tests me. See, some of us are looking for God to promote us before God has tested us. God said, Robert, tell my people I don't work like that. Some of my students would have loved for me to promote them to the next grade before testing them with the final exam. I didn't work like that. You must be tested to be promoted. If you keep failing the test, if I keep failing the test, we will not be promoted. My prayer for you, my prayer for me, is that we will realize when we are being tested and that we will pass the test in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You say, Apostle, how do we pass the test? Handle the situation the way God instructs you and I to handle the situation. How did my students pass the test when I gave them a final exam? They had to answer the questions with the answers that I had given them. How do we pass God's test in life? We have to handle the situation the way God's word tells us to handle it. Now, what the Lord has just flashed in my spirit was the nation of Israel. When they were taken out of Egyptian bondage and God took them out of Egyptian bondage, which they had been in for 430 years, and he took them into the wilderness before taking them into the promised land. Now, understand this, my brother, and understand this, my sister. In our lives, there's always three phases. There's an Egyptian bondage or there's a bondage phase. There's a wilderness phase. There's a promised land phase. Now, you need to understand so, so that when... You see different things taking place in your life. You can recognize, is that a part of my Egypt, a part of my wilderness, or a part of my promised land? The Egyptian phase or my bondage phase is a place of harshness, hardships, difficulty, just like the Israelites. They were in Egypt for 400 and, and some odd years suffering at the hands of cruel Egyptian slave masters. God brought them out of their bondage. I see God bringing you out, child of God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. God brought them out. Those of us that are born again, God has brought us out 
of the bondage of sin, of the bondage of iniquity. You say, Apostle, are we still sin? Yes, we still sin. We we because we are not have not yet been made perfect. But God has not saved us because we are perfect. God has saved us because we have confessed with our mouth and believed in our heart the Lord Jesus and that God has raised him from the dead. Every one of us that is saved, we have sins. We have weaknesses. We have shortcomings. We have flaws. We are not saved because we are perfect. We are saved so that God can perfect us. Now, what the Lord has flashed in my spirit is when the angel of death came to Egypt during the time of Moses and the Israelites, God sent his angel of death to kill the firstborn in the house of the Egyptians. Angel of death went throughout Egypt, killed the firstborn from Pharaoh right on down. But the Israelites were instructed to take the blood of a lamb and to paint the doorposts in their houses. Just take that blood and paint the doorposts. Now, that act of obedience, just that act of obedience caused the Israelites not to lose one of their firstborn. Now, the Israelites weren't perfect. You know, we, we as we read the story of the Israelites, we find they had all kinds of problems. Shortly after that, they got out in the wilderness. Moses went up on the mountain to talk to God. They started having orgies and drunken revelry. They were doing all sorts of things. But back in Egypt, they followed the instruction of God's manservant and took the blood of the lamb and painted their doorpost. They painted up the side, across the top, down at the other side. Just that act of obedience caused them to be saved from the deaf angel. Were they perfect? No. Had they dotted every I and crossed every T in their lives? No. Did they still have a long way to go in their relationship with God? Yes. But that act of obedience, you say, Apostle, why are you telling us this? Because that act of obedience of you and me confessing with our mouth and believing in our heart the Lord Jesus and that God has raised him from the dead has called you and I to be saved with our flaws, with our shortcomings, with our weaknesses, with our disobedience, with our stubbornness, with our lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, pride of that act of obedience has caused you and I to be saved. That act of obedience caused the Israelites thousands of years ago to be saved from God's death angel. So God has an Egypt bondage that he wants to bring us out of. 
our confessing with our mouth and believing in our heart, the Lord Jesus, and that God has raised him from the dead. God has brought us up out of the Egypt of sin. Now, once we leave our Egypts, we have to navigate in our wilderness. You and I, child of God, we are in our wilderness. You say, Apostle, what is wilderness? The wilderness experience for the Israelites was a place of testing. It was a place where God was checking them out to see if they really believed like they said they believed, if they really trusted him like they said they trusted him, if they would really follow him like they said. God, you and I are in our wilderness right now. This life, it once we have gotten saved, our salvation is a place of wilderness for you and a place of wilderness for me. God is checking us out to see if we're going to trust him. You know, I, I deal with the Lord every day in regards to this stroke that he has allowed me to experience. There have been, been many days and many nights that I have been angry with the Lord because I know he could fix it and it wouldn't even be difficult for him. But I also know that he is testing me. See, it's one thing to test God when everything is going well. It is another thing for you and I to test God when hardship, when difficulties, when things are, are out of our control. This is what Job has to experience in our select scriptures. This is what Satan, in essence, accused Job of, following God and trusting God just because uh, things were going well in his life. In essence, the adversary said, let's see how he, how he responds to you. Let's see how he deals with you when difficulties come upon his life. My prayer for you, my prayer for me. May we not just trust God when things are going well. May we not just worship God and love God and, and when things are going well, but may we trust God when things are difficult, when hardships and calamities and, and disaster come upon us. Job said, when, when he has tested me. Job said, I realize that before I can go to the next level, God has to test me and I have to pass the test. My prayer for every soul under the sound of my voice. See, God is going to test us. I'm not, I'm not asking for God to test us. That's, that's a given. Each one of us as children of God, God is testing you. God is testing me. My prayer for each of us, may we pass the test. Well, how God and what God is using to test you in your life is going to be different from how and what God is using to test me in my life. And it's going to be different from what God uses in the next person's life. But we 
are all being tested. Why is God testing us? Because God wants to promote us. Why did I test my students as a school teacher? Because I wanted to promote them. And I had to be sure that they had mastered the information at the lower level before they could go to the next level. God wants to be sure that you and I have a firm grasp and a firm grip of the information at a lower level so that he can take us to a higher level. May God take you. May God take me to a higher level in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Job said, when, when God is testing me now, you go back to verse 10, Job says, God knows the way that I take. Now, one thing we have to keep in mind about our creator, he already knows what tests we're going to have to take. Just like as a school teacher, I knew what test I was going to give my students. The first test, the second test, the midterm exam. I knew, I knew what test I was going to give them. God already knows the test he's going to give us. I am thinking about this stroke that I'm dealing with. And, and I remember laying in the bed one day prior to experiencing this stroke with tears coming down my eyes. And I remember the Lord asked me, are you ready? I knew I, I knew I was going to have to experience some things and go through, through some things, some not so pleasant things. I didn't know exactly what they were. But I remember the Lord said, you ready? And tears coming down my eyes. I said, yes. Yes, Lord. Shortly after that, this stroke uh, occurred and it has been very, very painful, very, very uncomfortable. The, the fight to get back to a sense of normalcy has been one of the most intense battles of my life. But I'm hearing God in my spirit, Sir Robert. I'm saying, yes, Lord. Lord say you must be tested before you can be trusted. Those words that my pastor said to me years ago have been some of the most profound words of wisdom that I have ever heard. We must be tested. I don't know where you are. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you are going through. But I want to encourage you, child of God, that what you are going through, you say, Apostle, it hurts. I ask, I understand that. You say, Apostle, it's not easy. I understand that. You say, Apostle, I, I want God to stop or I want God to fix it. I understand all that. But my brother and my sister, you and I, as children of the Most High God, we must be tested before we can be trusted. We must be. See, we are being tested. See, the Bible says that many are the afflictions of the righteous. Now, if you are righteous under the sound of my voice and you are experiencing many afflictions and you are going through many hardships, then some of you think that 
the afflictions are proof that you are, are not righteous. No, my brother, no, my sister. The fact that you and I are going through many afflictions is proof that we are righteous. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them from them all. I want to encourage you, my brother, encourage you, my sister. Just remain righteous. And whatever is afflicting you, whatever uh, you and I are having to pass through, at the appointed time, when God says, I will deliver my people, Robert. I will deliver my people. So I encourage you, my brother, encourage you, my sister. It's just a test. It's just a temporary test. You say, Apostle, you don't know what I'm going through. No, but I know what God says about it. It's a temporary test for you and for me. Job said when he has tested, Job says he, he knows the way that I take. God knows what I'm going through and how I'm going through it and whether I'm going to pass or whether I'm going to fail. God already knows. But Job says something he prophesies here in the midst of his Hardship in the midst of his difficulty, Job prophesied. My encouragement to you, my brother, encouragement to you, my sister, in the midst of your test, prophesy. Prophesy. Job says, When he has tested me, I will come forth as gold. Job said, Look, I, I, my body may be racked with pain, my finances may be very low. My children may have just been killed. My wife is talking like a foolish woman. But Job says, what I'm going to do with this test, I'm going to come forth as gold. Now, I would have some students of mine when I was a school teacher that knew that they had studied the information I gave them, knew that they were ready for the exam. Some of them would look at me before the exam and say, uh, uh, Coach Brian, I'm going to pass this test. And I would smile and they would smile. See, they were confident that they were going to come out of their test in a very positive way. I want you to be confident today, child of God. God wants us to be confident that we are going to come out, come forth as gold. Now, how does gold come out? Well, gold goes into the fire one way. But gold comes out of the fire another way. You and I may have gone into our test, into our hardship, into our difficulty, into our season of suffering one way, but we're going to come out. We're going to come forth as gold when he has tested me. Now, we, we, can't, we can't be purified without the test. Now, some of us more, <laughs> I know I've been guilty of this myself, want to be purified, but don't want the test. God is saying, well, what is, what, what is that now? In order to be purified, gold has to pass through the fire. And God said, Robert, I knew it had to be very uncomfortable, very unpleasant for you, very, very difficult for you in order to come forth as Go. 
And I want to encourage you today, my brother, encourage you today, my sister. Our test is not going to be pleasant. My final exam was not pleasant for my students. It was not pleasant, but I'm hearing God say it was necessary. Our trials, our tests, our hardships, our difficulties, they're not pleasant. What you are going through is not pleasant. What I'm going through is not pleasant. But I'm hearing God speak in my spirit and say, Robert, tell my people for me, it's necessary. It's necessary for you and necessary for me to come forth as go. Just like a beating of your son, a beating of your daughter. It's not pleasant, but it's necessary. In order for that foolishness to be driven out of you, my son or my daughter, I must beat you with the rod in order for the foolishness to be driven out of us. As children with God, children of God, God said, I must, I must pass you through the fire. See, our trials, our hardships, our difficulties, they're fire. They are fire. Not fire meant to destroy us, God says. It is fire that is meant to purify us. We thank God today, not for destroying fire. See, fire, God, God uses fire. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Wow. The Lord just gave me this. God uses fire for one or two things. To those who persist in not accepting and persist in disobedience and persist in not wanting to do things according to God's will and God's purpose and God's plan. God uses that fire to torment. Hell is a fire that God uses for eternal torment. But then God uses fire for us. Same fire, God said, I use same fire, but for different purposes. This fire for us as children of God is meant to purify us, is meant to cleanse us. One fire meant to torment and to afflict forever, hell fire. Another fire meant to purify, to cleanse. My prayer for you, my prayer for me, may the fire of God in your life and in my life be meant to purify us that we may come forth as gold. May the fire that God uses in our lives cause verse 7, 11 to manifest in our life. You say, Apostle, what is verse 11? Look at what Job says. My feet have closely followed his steps. May the fire of God in your life, may the fire of God in my life cause our feet to closer follow his step. May the fire of God cause us to listen more to him. May the fire of God cause us to obey. May it cause us to do and to say and to more of his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Job said, look, I have kept to his way without turning aside. May the fire of God keep you and me in line. May the fire of God keep you and me in check. May the fire of God keep you and me closer 
to our creator. Look at Job. I have not departed from the commands of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my daily bread. Job said, I know this is just a test. Job said, you're not dealing with a man that has not tried to do the things that were pleasing in the eyesight of God. Job said, I know it's a test. I know it's a test. Job said, look, I haven't just started walking with God. I just, I haven't just started a relationship with God. Job said, I know it's a test. I know it's not easy now. I know it's not pretty now. See, I know he's testing me. And I want to encourage you, child of God. I don't know where you're at, what you are going through. But I want to encourage you. It's a test. Say, Apostle, you don't know what I'm going through. I don't need to know what you're going through. I know it's a test. It's a test for you. It's a test for me. It's not easy. But God is testing us. To purify us, God is testing us to promote us. Say, Apostle, say that again. God is testing us to purify us. God is testing us to promote us. He wants to purify you. He wants to purify me so that he can promote you and he can promote me when he has tested me. Job, Job says, look, I'm, I'm not even going to say when I pass the test. Job is confident that he's going to pass the test. Job said when, when God has tested me. He didn't say when I have passed the test. Why? Because Job was confident he was going to pass the test. My prayer for you, my prayer for me. May we too be confident that we are going to pass the test. Whatever we find ourselves experiencing and going through, understand my brother, understand my sister. God is not testing you and God is not testing me to see us fail. God is testing you. God is testing me to see us pass and pass with flying colors. My prayer. For every soul under the sound of my voice, may we pass the tests of life, the tests of our God with flying colors that God may take you and I high. Well, you say, Apostle, what happened to Job? Job, after he had passed the test, God blessed him with twice as much as he had before. It wasn't easy. It wasn't pleasant. Job had to go through some stinky, smelly black sores that had afflicted his whole body. Painful, painful sores. Job would take some broken pottery and scrape and scratch himself. They were stinky and smelly. Job said, this is what I had to go through to go through the next level, Robert. I'm hearing Job in the spirit. This is what I had to go through. See, to make it to the next level. My prayer for every soul under the sound of my voice. Make it through. Make it through your test. 
of poverty, make it through your test of sickness, make it through your test of lack, make it through your test of illness, make it through, make it through, make it through your test. Because when God has tested us, will come forth as gold. When God has finished testing us, we'll be better people on the other side. No, it's not easy to get to the other side, but it is worth it to make it to the other side. My prayer for you, my prayer for me, may we make it to the other side. On the other side of the river, the Israelites were able to leave the wilderness and go into their promised land on the other side of the river. They had to make it to the other side. You and I need to make it to the other side, to the other side of our test, to the other side of our trial, to the other side of our hardship. It's not easy. It's painful. It hurts. It's difficult. It's all that's true. But I'm hearing God speaking my experience to Robert. I'm saying, yes, Lord. God says, make it to the other side. Encourage my people. There are some listening to you now, Robert, with tears in their eyes. Encourage them. Make it to the other side, my brother. Make it to the other side, my sister. And you and I will rejoice in the presence of our God and of his angels in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Well, children of God, as my bishop used to say 40 years ago, that's the message. That's the message. When he has tested me, not before, after. There's some things in this life that don't come our way until after. Job said, after the test comes the purification and the promotion. Many of us want the purification and promotion before the test. God said, "Uh uh-uh, no, 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 no. After the test, after the affliction, after the hardship, after the difficulty. There's no need for God to deliver us if we are not afflicted. The Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them from them all. God said, what what reason do I have to deliver you if you're not afflicted? So you and I have to be afflicted before we can really understand God's delivering power. May God deliver you from whatever is afflicting you at the appointed and the proper time in the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ. God bless you. Children of God, may heaven continue 
to smile on each of us. This is Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church Worldwide, headquarters right here in Kinston, North Carolina, USA. Um, we want you all to be in prayer with us as we are considering missionary tour in Pakistan, uh, Nigeria, and Dubai. Uh, you know, uh, missionary tours are not easy. There's a lot of uh, stress involved in bringing God's word to his people around the world. Uh, then you factor in this corona plague that we are dealing with around the world, and it makes things even more challenging. But we trust, again, that God um, will see us through. So we ask that God's people around the world uh, keep us in prayer regarding those meetings and we hope and pray that God's will might be done in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Well, again, children of God, the Lord bless each of you and heaven continue to smile on you, feel free to contact us at the Christian Center Church at gmail.com. Uh, until we meet again, may God bless you and heaven smile upon you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.